welcome to Coffee with Jesus. I am your host, Todd Ubilly. In this episode, we have a very special treat. Joining me for Be Still is Sarah Vandrill. Sarah and I served as elders together at Eastminster Presbyterian Church in Florida. Sarah and Rick co-hosted an episode of Coffee with Jesus earlier in the season called God on the Fly. That was episode four of season two. In this episode, Sarah joins us again as we explore two small but very important words. Be still. This will be a two-part episode. In the first part, we will focus on how to be still. And in the second part, we will focus on why it is so important to be still. Sarah, it's really great to have you on the show again. It's great to be back. It's great to see you. After our last podcast, you said, are you willing to do it again? And I was like, I really, really enjoyed that. It kind of fills my heart to do these. So I was uh, thankful you reached out again. And as we were kind of batting around, you know, what are some of the things you kind of said to me, how about this, this concept of be still, this, this version of be still and know that I am God. And I said, I think it's perfect. So I think we'll, uh, we'll go there today if that sounds good to you. That sounds great. It's something that I struggle with. Um, and even when I make a concerted effort, I still struggle. <laughs> I remember one time, so there are a lot of lakes around here and I love kayaking. And I thought, you know, that's the perfect place to be still. It's just out on the lake in the kayak, nobody else around, especially early in the morning. It's, it's perfect. So I was going, driving to the park that I like to go to. And there was this long, windy two-lane road to get there. And the guy in front of me was driving so slow. And I found myself getting irritated. I'm like, why is he going so slow? I have important things to do. I have to be still. <laughs> and, 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 and it was like, God just kind of tapped me on the shoulder like, um, hello, you, you, you see what you're doing here, right? What a perfect story. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I got I to gotta confess um, that as we went to present on this, um, that I decided it'd be a good topic, not because I have perfected it, but because it is perhaps one of my greatest goals yeah. <laughs> that we're working towards. And it's it's quite funny. I bought my mom a, one of those insulated mugs a couple of years ago that just says, be still and know. Um, and so we kind of back and forth about this quite a bit. And I said, Todd's asking me to do another podcast. Guess what I'm talking about? And she said, be still. <laughs> I think it was meant to be. <laughs> so it's funny how you get these little taps sometimes. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, Todd, I have, of course, um, in myself, I've prepped just a few notes to think about this. But the morning that I sat down to start my notes on what do I think about this um, verse of be still and know that I am God. I started with my morning devotion, and I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with Sarah Young's um, Jesus Calling, and she's got a new version out now um, called Jesus Listens, which is prayers. So it's from our, now our voices um, to Jesus and, and God in prayers. And so when I sat down to start writing these notes, I was like, I'm going to see. And, and as usual, um, there were some pretty good words to kind of start me off on 
the the topic of be still. So I just wanted to start with kind of what those are. Sure. So this was uh, January 22nd, and the prayer starts, um, Sovereign God, I want to live in your presence more consistently, open to you and your will for me. But when something interferes with my plans or desires, I tend to resent the interference. The ultimate solution to my rebellious tendencies is submission to your authority over me. Intellectually, I rejoice in your sovereignty. Without it, the world would be a terrifying place. When your sovereign will encroaches on my little domain of control, I often react with telltale resentment. So as I was thinking about the idea here of um, be still and, and what it really means, think that I know the ultimate goal of being still is that connection to God. It is that um, ability to quiet all the chaos going on around mm-hmm. and within and being able to really connect to what his will is for us, right? But it got me thinking of, of just like, why is it sometimes so hard for us to be still, for us to quiet that? And I bet that some of my fellow listeners of, of Coffee with Jesus can relate to wanting to have a little control over our little domain. Yeah, yeah. And it also got me thinking, you know, just about some, there are some trigger words in that prayer, right? There, there are trigger words of submission and authority, you know? So it got me thinking as I'm reading this and there are these little, I don't know, these little moments of like, all right, well, what is submission? Um, and I don't know that I like authority. <laughs> so, but I got to thinking, you know, why do I, um, why do I ultimately come back to wanting that submission to, to wanting God's authority? I really completely, um, to, to Sarah's words of, um, without God's sovereignty, this world would be a terrifying place. It's terrifying enough, you know, oh, as yeah. it is and <laughs> oh, yeah. picturing it without God's sovereignty. I don't even want to go there, but I did come back to like, you know, a couple of the things, um, you know, that, that are biblical that bring us back when anything about the greatest commandments is to, love your God with your heart, mind, and soul, like love him with all you have. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. And I was like, well, I'm pretty on board with those. And then thinking about kind of the back to Galatians and the, the fruits of the spirit, you know, we're just asked to live with the fruits of the spirit. And, you know, that if, if that's the ask for what we want in our life, to ask to be like Jesus, to ask to, to live in the fruits, it's what I want too. So if God's will um, is for me to live in those ways, it's what I want. So those were my first thoughts um, <laughs> to being still, submission, authority. How do we get over those and get on, you know, to to wanting to be still? You know, and I think being still is an act of submission. And I think it's one of the harder ones, at least for me, because even when I can get into a, a quiet room and I get rid of all the distractions, and I'm just sitting there, my mind is just, it's racing. There's, there's thing. And it's like, oh, well, I can do this and I can do this. And especially now I've been working on the website for coffee with Jesus. And so I'm like, oh, I got to add this in and I got to add this in. Oh, and I can do this little section over here and no, stop focus, you know, and, and it's, it's hard, you know, and that, that's why I love getting out in nature because it just seems that the distractions around you are quiet as well. And it helps 
free your mind in a way. And I know that expression kind of sounds a little new agey, but it, it helps for that chaos in your head to kind of settle and smooth out. And you can, you can just, just walk and just kind of mm. take in the nature around you. And it does, it helps, helps that, that chaos that's swirling in your head, just, just kind of smooth out a little. I 100% agree. And I think um, nature does the same thing for me. And I think when I'm out, um, you know, we're fortunate enough to live close to the beach. So if I come out and, you know, just look out to the, to the vast ocean, you know, and see the little, little small waves and hear those. But even, you know, being up at my parents' these last few weeks, watching the sunrise, watching the sunset, we took moments to go out in the frigid cold the other morning just to take pictures of the sunrise because it was just gorgeous, right? And I can't help but think to the, you know, God created all of this and that, that, you know, nature kind of comes back to that, just that core of this beautiful place he created, you know, which then has me in in appreciation and thankfulness right um of of these these kinds of moments and and making that connection and i think i think you're right the other thing that i was thinking about because nature is a, a big thing for me if i need to really be still and things are very chaotic I, I i do the same i go to nature i go go outside but the other thing that had me um thinking as well one of the don't know um whether other folks have done good and beautiful god but it's a a series of books um, by James Bryan Smith. Um, that's about getting to know the loving God, essentially. Mm-hmm. And the very, this was one of my first small groups in a really long time. And as we jumped in, each chapter goes through something and then has a spiritual exercise, spiritual discipline that you do, right? The very first one is on surrender. And then the spiritual discipline is getting seven hours of sleep at night, at least seven hours of sleep at night. (laughs) And so it had me thinking, um, you know, too, around if we want to be still, when we're often at our stillest, it's sleep, right? But it's that same fight sometimes to like lay down in bed and quiet your mind enough to get to sleep. Yeah. Um, And you know, for the listeners that are getting older, you know, it gets, it gets harder as you get older <laughs> um, to switch that off and make it to sleep. So I have a, um, I mean, very often I go to say my prayers at night and I get through to some thankful parts and some of my initial asks um, and then end up falling asleep. And I remember, our, you know, one of our former pastors together, never get mad if he, folks fell asleep in the, in the pews as he was sleeping, because he was like, God gives everybody what they need. And if what that person needs to sleep <laughs> right now, that's okay, right? Um, but also thinking there have been some key moments that I've struggled, you know, to, with being exhausted or tired and not being able to go to sleep. And that very simple prayer of God, help me sleep. God, just help me give it all turn it over and sleep. And the number of times that prayer is answered for me is like one of those moments. So I think Todd, you know, as we were kind of talking about, like, you know, we haven't mastered being still any of us probably to the degree we need to, but there, I think there are small steps and sometimes it is the prayer of just help me surrender. Um, these thoughts, help me sleep (laughs) first, because when we sleep, then it renews our minds and our energies and, you know, helps us regulate those emotions. Um, so that 
tomorrow morning, if we wake up with the intent to be still, you know, maybe we're a little bit quieter. That's a really good point. And it's funny because, um, you know, I'm working on another devotional book, another Coffee with Jesus book. And um, I was writing one. It's called, the title is God's Sabbath Rest. And I won't just read it verbatim, but I was just sharing about a time when I was in Afghanistan and my area of responsibility was going to grow because the individual that was responsible for that area was his time was up and he was, he was heading, heading home. And rather than backfill him, they were just going to add it to my, to my responsibilities. And so there was about a three week period where he took me around and I, I don't even know how many different bases and fobs I went to in the country. It was just, it was a marathon. And I remember when I got back to, you know, the main base that I was stationed at, I didn't know which way was up. <laughs> and uh, it was just, it was, it was my home away from home. And in that moment, it just, it felt like home. And I, I took about three days before I even scheduled another trip because I just, you know, and aside from having to write the reports and do laundry and all other stuff, I just, I just needed to rest. You know, um, I had been going nonstop for, for a couple of weeks. And when I was resting, you know, for the, for those few days, I realized there's a, there's a big parallel here between what I'm doing in life and then the, the spiritual aspect. And sometimes it can seem like even on a spiritual level, we're just going and going and going, but we're not stopping. We're not taking a moment to be still or, or to rest. And I, I kind of had to do that today. I've been working real hard on the podcast. I started making the website last weekend and I released an episode Tuesday and I had to make a YouTube video for that episode. And then I had to record the next episode. And then you and I have this, this recording and, you know, I still have sections of the website that I need to update. And today I was doing my quiet time and I was like, I just need to take a moment and just, just kind of chill for a minute because it's so easy to get wrapped up. You know, um, and it could be with our jobs, it can be in ministry, it can be in anything. And getting that rest is really, really important. And I've already decided that that Sunday, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to stay in my pajamas until noon, I'm going to take a shower, and I'm going to put on clean pajamas. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And I love the the parallel, you know, for, um, for what you're saying along the lines of like, we I think many of us can relate to like working ourselves silly, you know, till, till when we go, but also the spiritual domain, when we feel like we are communicators on God and Christ's behalf, right. And, and, and wanting to do that well, and just wanting to make sure all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, you know, mm -hmm. well, Todd, I got one more thing. I want to make sure that I share today that I think on this verse, um, you know, for those um, like myself, who um, need to continue working on this. Um, there was a devotion, and I'm going to apologize for not knowing the, the technical spiritual um, discipline name for this <laughs> devotion type. But as we were, I think this is also in, in the Good and Beautiful God series where we did this, kind of the idea of taking a Bible verse, just one verse, and reading it, but then like stripping it down word for word to to what what is in that verse and be still um and know that i am god was was that verse and so um as we were doing that really quick before that i i did read and meant to also say 
um, and I didn't read a whole ton, but knowing the context of be still and know that I am God um, in the Bible, this was at a time of war. And so you could speak to this much greater than I can, Todd, um, having, having um, been there, literally. Um, but I think that as we were saying often, you know, kind of the, the idea of stop, um, the idea of connection, the idea of being still and knowing that I am God in this moment is about, and the next verse is to exalt him. I will be exalted amongst all nations, right? Right. Um, So just kind of connecting it back to the context of of this verse, that it is about the connection more than it is just about, you know, sheerly not doing anything, right? Um, It's about God being exalted by, by listening. But in thinking about that context in this devotion, when we take um, be still and know that I am God. And then we gradually just take one word off the end, right? Um, and take a chance to think in the context of thinking about it with each word. Like, so it, it starts with be still and know that I am God. And then comes to be still and know that I am. And kind of this context of like, okay, like sometimes we think about God, but when we really think about his presence, the I am, I am I am the I am, and I yeah. am, I am here. <laughs> he does, yeah. right? Yeah. He's here. And then, you know, taking it down again to be still and know, and then to the be still. And then the last one maybe is most impactful for me is the be, be, be you, be, be the you he created. Let him help you be the you um, that you were created to be. Um, let others be their bees. But when we go for advice, nobody else can tell us what to do. Um, it's it's us, it's our knowing, it's the Holy Spirit inside of us that that guides us to the next. Um, and when we invite him into our be, then we do what's right next. Because I think rounding that out to being still. And as I was talking to my mom and she's like, you know, we've been focusing on be still for a couple of years and I get this. And maybe in pandemic times where we've not gone out as much, we've had more opportunities to like, in some ways, be still in our houses. (laughs) Um, my mom's like, but I understand that it's not just be still it's, it's be still to, to go do like what it, what is next because we are Christ's hands and feet in this world today so when we strip it back to be knowing that that be came from the be still and know part and then we get better guidance on how we act in the way Jesus would have us act next that's awesome no that that is awesome and i love the way you broke that down yeah, I mean, I, I can even add to that. That's that's just that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had to end it there because I just think, and we don't have to end it there. You can ask me other things, but I wanted to make sure to get that in because it was super impactful for me too in doing it, and um, you know, and coming back to that, you know, um, mm-hmm. sometimes for a couple of different thoughts on the way, the way to think about it. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude part one of Be Still. Part two will be released in one week. Please tune in one week for part two of Be Still. Or if you're listening to these episodes somewhere down the line, 
You can binge them back to back and listen to part two next. Whether you're listening to these episodes when they're first released or, you know, somewhere down the line, I would encourage you all to leave some feedback if you feel so inclined. You can do this on our website directly. I had mentioned building the website earlier in the episode. You can now visit www.coffeewithjesus.info. The website will have every episode that we have released for our podcast. Each episode has its own page where you can comment directly to share feedback about that episode. Or you can email us. Feel free to send an email to feedback at coffeewithjesus.info. So now you can leave your feedback directly on the page for each episode, or you can send us an email directly. As always, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and God bless.